Welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. Book Club week. Woohoo! I can't believe we're already at book club week. Again. Once again, <laughs> here go the seasons. <laughs> it's the time of year that it's just done and over. Yeah, that's so true. Like, yeah. Which I'm not saying I've given up on my class as a teacher. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> but. I am. You start to think like, what do I need to revamp for next year? Oh, interesting. This is the time you start like planning, planning, making that is really interesting. Yeah. Like, I do think there's a bit of like a lull Mm -hmm. until I'm like, oh, now I feel good again. And you like, I feel reinvigorated. I'm I can feel it starting to come. Yeah. Like that sense of. Right. Yeah. Renewal. Maybe. Yes. Starting to come out of our winter sleep. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, hmm, maybe I need to start going for a walk again or working out again. I've done nothing since it got cold. Oh, it's too cold. When it's warm, I'm outside walking. I, I take it. the dogs to the dog park. I I get some workouts in. Yeah. But it's winter. It's fun when it's cold. Mm-mm. I will say I like have like a calendar at school mm-hmm. where I mark off. The days. Yeah. And a f- about a month ago, I was like, I wonder how many days of my of work I have left. Now, I don't, I only do a few days a week. I'm not there the same, the full week. Yeah. But do you want to know how many I have left? Yeah. 51. Ooh, that's not very it's many. It's summer. I know. Yeah. That's not very many. Really, once March hit, it goes by so fast. It's summer before you know it. That is crazy. It's wild this time of year. Like yeah. Yeah. Soon as February is over, then it really just snowballs. Yeah, and then the next thing you know, it's summertime. Summer. Bring it on! I like summer. Me too. But today we're talking about something cold, very cold, cold and wintry, and also going to talk about more things cold and wintry. <laughs> yes. Because should Jamie. we announce our March book? We do. Why don't you announce it for us, Jamie? Okay. Even though it's going to be spring. This book, we just had to get it in. We're going to squeeze one more wintry book in there. It is The Frozen River by Ariel Lahan. I'm kind of super excited about this one. I am really, really excited. It's historical fiction. Yep. I love a historical fiction. Do you want to tell us a little more about it? Four and a half stars. Yeah, four and a half stars on Goodreads with like 29,000 ratings. That's a lot. A lot. It came out. In just December, yeah, of last year. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a newer release. Let me let's read it. Let me okay. read the synopsis. Here we go. A gripping historical mystery inspired by the life and diary of Martha Ballard, a renowned 18th century midwife who defied the legal system and wrote herself into American history. Maine, 1789, when the Kennebec River freezes, entombing a man in in the ice. Martha Ballard is summoned to examine the body and determine cause of death. As a midwife and healer, she is privy to much of what goes on behind closed doors in Hallowell. Her diary is a record of every birth and death, crime and debacle that unfolds in the close-knit community. 
Months earlier, Martha documented the details of an alleged rape committed by two of the town's most respected gentlemen, one of whom has now been found dead in the ice. But when a local physician undermines her conclusion, declaring the death to be an accident, Martha is forced to investigate the shocking murder on her own. Over the course of one winter, as the trial nears and whispers of prejudice mount, Martha doggedly pursues the truth. Her diary soon lands at the center of the scandal, implicating those she loves and compelling Martha to decide where her own loyalties lie. Clever, layered, and subversive, Ariel Lahan's newest offering introduces an unsung heroine who refused to accept anything less than justice at a time when women were considered best seen and not heard. The Frozen River is a thrilling, tense, and tender story about a remarkable woman who left an unparalleled legacy, yet remains nearly forgotten to this day. I'm so excited. Right? Here is a little background on my knowledge of Martha Ballard. Yes. So my book club years ago, somebody chose The Life of Martha Ballard. Oh, it's called A Midwife's Tale. The Life of Martha Ballard based on her diary, 1785 to 1812. Okay. And so I read that years and years ago, but it's literally based off of her diary's writings. Oh, wow. So it's a telling of her life. It's not the exact diary. I was just looking down at it. Okay. But it reads like a diary and it tells of her life. I, which was good and interesting. And she, I knew nothing about her before this, had never even heard the name. Okay. But it was a little dry. Sure. But it's, it reads like a diary and just like, and then my skirt froze and then I made this for breakfast, you know, just kind of a little narrative. Yeah. <laughs> so give me a historical fiction that tells me the stories so I can learn about these people mm-hmm. in a more exciting way. Right. Not that this, I mean, it won a Pulitzer Prize. It's a fantastically written book. Yes. But this one might I'm just, really excited. I like when they throw, when they might embellish a little bit. Yes. Because you know that that stuff lies there somewhere, mm-hmm. and but it's hard to recreate an actual like an actual historical book with any kind of embellishment. You can't right, do it. Right, right. So this allows us to maybe go a little deeper in it what pulls us we in assume more. is happening. Right, right. Right? And I love I'm really it. I'm excited. I am too. I I didn't realize. Like, in my brain, I thought, we're going to learn about a midwife and it's cold. And of course, you're inside mm-hmm. people's personal homes during very right. serious moments and everyone's going to react differently. But like, mm-hmm. there's a lot more happening here. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited too. So read along with us. We will, yeah, read along with us, stick through some frozen weather just in book form as right. we <laughs> celebrate an early look spring, hopefully. Your Fingers warm, crossed. Yeah. Look out your warm windows. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. I, I'm really excited too. One more time. The Frozen Renter. The Frozen Renter. Well. The Frozen River by Ariel Lahan. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's take a break. All right. Now, though, now we get to talk about why you're all here. The real reason. The real reason. Well, you did want to come to find out our next book. Thank that you. was. That was like the sugar. And now, here's the, the rest. The meat. <laughs> Let's talk the snow child. I'm really, really excited to talk about the snow child. Here's your spoiler alert. 
All things Snow Child. All things Snow Child, beginning, middle, end. We're doing it. So listen now or come back later. When you're done reading. It's waiting for you. And please send us in your thoughts. We would love to hear. I want to hear what other people mm-hmm. thought because we are not the only readers here. That's right. We'd love so to hear So we'd love from to you. hear what you have to say about it. Okay, Sarah. What did you think? Uh, I loved it. Okay. And I didn't love it. I okay. mostly really loved it. I love the idea. I love the setting. Here, oh, I don't even know where to start, Sarah. I don't I, even know where to start. Okay. Let's talk about Mabel and Jack. Oh, okay. Um, Mabel and Jack are our main characters. They have bought a homestead in Alaska. They're from Pennsylvania? Back east somewhere. Yeah, I don't remember. But east coast. He was a farmer, right? Mm -hmm. So comes from a farming family. She came from a well-off family. That did not. They Yeah, they were very much well-to-do. Did Mm -hmm. not have much experience working. Manual labor working. Yes. Yes. And so very a very new experience for her. Um but Alaska is a lot different than the farm that he was grew up such on. Such an extreme right? new beginning. Like if you're going for a new beginning, wow. Yeah. However, that was a it's a very common thing that you hear people like, let's just move to Alaska and homestead. It is. And they just go and try it without a lot of knowledge and how difficult it really is. This reminded me, I was so glad that I had read um, Kristen Hanna's The Great Alone. The Great Alone, Mm -hmm. because I had a, from that book, a really good sense of what it took to be a homesteader in Alaska. Yes. And so even though this, me too. Highly recommend. Highly recommend that one. (laughs) Even though this doesn't go into the difficulty, I mean, it, shows it is hard clearly is hard you have a lot of work to do in a short amount of time to make it through the winter and it definitely portrays that but then knowing from that book the difficulty and yeah it's life and death oh yeah like really literally yeah Mm -hmm. it could eat you up i was i think one of my biggest confusions in the book was why would they choose to ice i mean i understood why they chose to isolate themselves right like yeah or at least to go somewhere on their own away from their families there's a lot of mountains in between there are and a lot of like small town or just a far away like you can go far away from your family who knows your history Mm -hmm. and not be in alaska right so that was that was interesting and and the the sole purpose was to like rely on each other, mm-hmm. right? Like to just right. be together to just and like be, together. be with each other. But ninety percent of their time was spent separate. Yeah, well, because homesteading—that's what they had to work. But she didn't. She work. didn't go outside and work. Right, like with he him. wouldn't yeah. let her work. I think she had like a desire, even though she didn't know how. She well, was I willing. Think they were both very much stuck in traditional familiar roles yeah like she was the woman you stay inside and take care of the inside things cooking cleaning yes. mending. but there's two of them but he there's was the outside worker yeah. yes right yes um that kind of like at the beginning there was more obvious thing like that right and she was becoming more and more i think depressed i don't i mean they didn't I, label it i would say definitely it felt that way mm-hmm. and i just kept thinking like how is this 
okay. Like, how are you helping her? Yeah, you're not making her work, mm-hmm. but you're not doing any, you're not doing her any favors by keeping her in that house all by herself. Like, right. I didn't love, I was, I struggled with that one. Well, and I think for her, her growth really came from having to work. Yes. That was her awakening. Absolutely. And that is, you know, a lot of times when we talk about mental health issues, it's a lack of hard work. And then we sit in our thoughts. Yeah, there's and too the much more we time sit, and quiet. The harder it is to get up. And then you're you're just like digging yourself a bigger and bigger hole. And I've been in that. I I know that's a very common thing. So for her, him getting injured was probably the best thing yeah. that happened to her. Right? She really grew as an independent woman, as confidence. Uh, com- like yeah. I am capable. Look at these things I can do. And this then, is hard and I am and I can do hard doing things. it. Yeah. And she was tough. And I love that she was like, well, I could never go to wearing pants like Esther. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will always have a skirt, but I am going to put on, you know, the, the boots or the gloves. Or she was yeah. talking about the hard work, but not the stretch of not actually wearing. Not quite that far. Yeah, wearing some pants. Yeah. No, no, no. So she's out there in her skirt doing it all. I love that, that it was, yeah. you know. There the, was a parts of her she would not sacrifice. Right. And the, just the opposite of Esther and her. Yes. I think they were the perfect companion friends for each I other. I loved their friendship. I did actually, too. Because they were very different. They viewed the world very differently, mm-hmm. but still, above all, loved each other. Yeah. And that, and it was, they could respect each other for how things were. Mm-hmm. Esther's house, a disaster. Like yeah. you're just getting, you're doing all the things through and the she day. had all the kids and she had, there's just a lot of work to be done mm-hmm. and you're not going to die over a messy cluttered home, but you might die if not enough wood gets chopped or yes. the hunting or the planting the doesn't happen. Yeah. So yeah. she definitely, she was definitely a more seasoned homesteader. Right. Then, Her priorities yeah. were different. Right. It right. was just for their circumstances. And it was very obvious that, um, what was her name? Not Esther. Mabel. Mabel, sorry. Yeah. That Mabel came from the East Coast proper home. Yes. Where things were a certain way. Yeah. So I love the growth that she gained from it. Yes. From hard work. Now for Jack... Did I get that name right? Yep. I'm so bad with names. You're right on. Jack, his growth came from fatherhood. Yes. Learning to love a child and all of your worries and, you know, just that. I thought that was so sweet Mm -hmm. that his, he had growth as well, but his was. Relying on others. Yeah. He had to. I think allowing the Bensons, the Mm -hmm. neighbor family to come and help them. Mm-hmm. when they needed it, like, was very difficult for him. Mm-hmm. You know, remember when he saw them, like, at the restaurant or, like, the cafe or whatever it was that was in town? Oh, When yeah. they're like, how are you? You're running out of time. You got to get that field cleared. How are you? You know, we're going to come over. We got some time today. We'll He's, come over. Yeah. They show up. And I think that was super embarrassing mm-hmm. for Jack. But also, right. like, oh, my gosh. Like, I could not have done this by myself. Right. I don't think he realized... That he could not have finished it by himself. Yeah. That he really, really needed them, but he didn't want to humble himself and be like, I need help. Right. He he really thought he was just going to be able to do it himself. Wanted to be able. And we are all that way. Like, I can relate to Jack so deeply the thought in his thoughts of like, I want to be capable enough to be able to do all the things that need to be done. 
Right. On my own. Because I want to provide these things for the people that I love. Like yeah. whatever it is, rides, dinner, you know, clothing, all the right. things. I want to be able to be the only person. That can provide. That I, not that I need to be the only person, but I want to be the person who does that who for does all that. the people right. I love. Right. So I, I totally get it. And the truth is, like, that's unrealistic. It's both. Yeah. yeah. You can sit in both of those. Yeah. Absolutely. So I I did love Jack. So then we have the snow child. Fahina. Fahina? Am I saying that right? I think Fahina. 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 I looked up at the meaning of that name because I've never heard it before. Neither I, have I. And it, the one I pronounce it, it sounds different than how they say it in the book, the audio yes. book. Yes. Fahina. I don't know why the Fahina. 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 It's not an A. E? Anyway. Yeah. It means no shine or crown. Okay. Shining or crown type thing. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I lo- Beautiful name. And um, so when she comes in, I have a lot of thoughts so, here. So first thing, yeah. I'm kind of jumping. No, go for it. Did you think she was real? I still don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Obviously she was because Garrett married her yes she has a child and she has a child but i just don't see how it's possible like that that she she lived by her own and really i what happened to her dad like he just died and why did why did it have to be kept a secret when she said to jack you can't tell my secret and he buried the dad because they would have taken her out of the forest. Like, they would have put her... They, they would have domesticated her, her. Okay. Right? Yeah. At least that was my take. I can see that. And then why... So why did she get so hot when she was inside? That was interesting to me. She was so, she just so used, used to, to being, being outside. Out. I, did, I wondered about that. That was a little bit questionable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But that was weird. And And then, like, where'd she go? Right, when she was gone. And then she didn't come back till the first snow. So during summer, what... what did she they, I mean, she said she went, like, higher. Higher up to more snow. Yes, to where okay. it was colder. And and that was interesting. Okay. That makes sense. Higher up. Okay. Yeah. But then, like, where did you go when you died? Did you, re- did you really die? That was the thought I had. Or did she, did just, she really die? Or this. did she, like, run into the winter wonderland? Right. I don't know. Because they didn't have her body. But I think she genuinely loved her son. I think so, too. And I think she genuinely, yeah. My thought is she died. But at the same time, I'm still like, she was a snow child. There was something fantastical or magical that happened It did seem that way. That's kind of how it seemed to me. Yes, she was real. But there was something magical about her as a snow child. You don't like like that. I, I'm not really a fantastical person, but my bra- I can't make her real. Okay. I can't make this real. She, yeah, that was the only thing to me that wasn't real was like, well, where did her body go? That was weird. Unless she's still alive. But then she left her son and I didn't like that either. Mm-hmm. Um, Because everything else seemed like I, my heart kind of broke for Mabel that she wanted her to be like a pixie. Mm-hmm. And I... I thought, wow, she is so sad mm-hmm. and uh, broken with loss. More loss. Right? Yeah. That she has made it make sense in her mind 
by making her this fantastical being, right? Yeah. And I was sad for Mabel. I felt a lot of sadness for Mabel when mm-hmm. she kept like sewing a coat, which the coat was wonderful. Like do all these wonderful things. That part was good. Mm-hmm. But the way she was looking at it, like kind of how Jack was looking at her. My problem was that Jack just wouldn't talk to her, right? It was like, right. we'll just not talk about this. Yeah. Which, again, where has that ever gotten you? Right. To not talk about anything. Yeah. So I kind of felt like Jack did not handle that right. I guess no, right. we never do. Right. You never know how. The right thing, what the right thing is. Yeah. I liked Esther's approach. Because she's just putting it out there on the table. Like, oh, honey. Mm-hmm. You don't, she didn't believe that, what is it, Faina, Faina. even existed. Right. Right. So she was like, Oh, I'm worried about you. You're, you're seeing cabin things. fever, a yeah. long winter. People start going a little crazy, and that made perfect sense. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I believed Fina was real because we are having these experiences mm-hmm. with her, like the footprints and the running, and the somebody smashed that snowman and took the gloves right. and the yeah. scarf. Okay, but now this is something that isn't in the audiobook version. What that I read about? What. In the book book, there are not quotation marks around when they're talking to Faina, Faina, Faina. There's not quotation marks? So, like, she's not actually speaking? Mm-hmm. That, that's what it implied when I read that. Uh, there was a... That changes a lot. Right? So How do you... S- if do she that? doesn't really exist, and this is in their head... A conversation with another person in your head. But then what happened to Garrett? Garrett went kooky? Garrett too? And they had a baby? <laughs> or did they steal a baby? That is kooky. The, yeah. So I don't know. I think, you know, I was reading through some book club questions, and that was one of the questions was, do you think there was any meaning left by the author by not putting quotation marks around? When they were talking to Faina. Okay. I don't know. So she didn't, like, they were tell like, they were assuming the meaning in her actions. They were having conversations in their head. But she was really there. Right. Like a nonverbal mountain woman. Mm-hmm. But, that, so Garrett's crazy too? That doesn't seem right. But then they also end up, I mean, Garrett's parents meet her. Yes, they do. So... I mean, she's real. She's, she's got to be real. That's why, again, I go back to the a little bit of magic. I mean, we are a fairy tale. This is based off of a fairy tale. Yeah, that's tale. true. So hmm. it would seem there needs to be a little bit of magic in there. That's true. Unless, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't think of what to say <laughs> about <laughs> making a reasoning out of it. This is why I can't do fantasy. Yeah. 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 So, but okay. Did you like Faina? Okay. Let's set aside whether or not she is real, because at this point, I don't know. I kept thinking Katniss Everdeen here. She was was a woman of the wild. Take down a swan. Take down an animal. Rip the skin off of a hair. Yeah. Like, and then when she makes the beautiful. Out of the swan feathers, the yes, on wedding her coat on her veil or whatever it was. Oh, it her. was it was on her dress. Was wasn't it on it? her dress it was all on the way dress. down the back? 
Oh, yes. I loved that I imagery did too. in my head about this beautiful thing she made. And Garrett knew right where it came from, which I also yeah. loved. Right. Right? So meaningful to yes. when he met her and the first time he saw her. And right? I just thought that was so beautiful. And for herself mm-hmm. to be a testament of like the the person that she is and the things that like who she is. Like that was such right. a part. Like, she is self-sustaining. Right. And she can have a traditional thing like marriage yes. and family and bring all this to it and have that as well. Like yes. I felt like it really married her past yeah. present self to what the future would look like. Yeah. I was very hopeful for them. Mm-hmm. When they were building the house, I thought, why? Why are you building a house? Like mm-hmm. she's clearly very capable in whatever she's doing. And this is this is such a gigantic leap. You're pushing her again into a, a lifestyle that is so foreign right. to her. Like I think Garrett really didn't understand her need to be outside. Yeah. And and really, I know that Esther not Esther, Mabel and Jack were like, she needs to be outside. She gets too hot inside. So when they built this house, why didn't they think of like an open room? Yeah, for her. Where, you know, like one side was like a screened in porch or something so that she could still be at home and not. And be out. Both. Not be so jailed in because that's how she felt, I think, inside of buildings. They just kept trying to make her stay inside. Yeah. She just needed to be outside. And she had that like home in the mountain. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just thought, why can't we be more open to like living in this place that's home to her? Like, right. And then as your family changes, then my, yeah, we might need to find a different living situation. Right. right? But like, or I don't you know. You can go up here and do this for like a weekend and then come back. Like, yeah. Some understanding of you have married a, a wild child yeah like she's used to being on her own yeah and i didn't like that they i mean they couldn't even send her to school because school was like just talking about it right was like making her crazy yeah right so i just kind of felt like this seems she's agreeing to marriage which you didn't even think she'd agree to that right so now you've got to meet her way over here Mm -hmm. because she's trying to inch her way but you can't go all the way Right. I don't know, that felt crazy. And then the other thing that made me so mad mm-hmm. was she gets sick or she has an infection or whatever, and nobody has penicillin. Like, nobody has antibiotics, like, that That's far away. That's kind of one of those things when you don't have a doctor around, you think you keep on hand? Yes. Something. Yes. Like, it's, you do. Or if you don't, then you plan on it because, obviously, a birth is coming. You had nine yes. months to prepare for a birth. Yes. Somebody should have found... That was that to me seemed totally unrealistic. Like yeah. I don't live there. Right, like, right. I don't know what it's like up there. And so I can't say that for sure somebody's gonna have medication. Right. Or some sort of a poultice or that we make it out of the you know, like some sort of medicine Solution. herbal medicine. Or like or... in case of an emergency, this mm-hmm. is how we get you to a doctor. We don't mm-hmm. wait ten days. Like that seemed totally unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Right. To me. I agree. Like there would be something. I agree. Oh, that kind of, that really did bother me. I'm gonna take Help it back the girl. just a little bit before the marriage. Okay. Because this maybe bothered me the most. Okay. I was uncomfortable with her sexual relationship with Garrett 
because in my head at that point, she's still a child. It skipped so fast. Mm -hmm. She grew and grew. That all of a sudden I'm like, ew, no. She is a child. They can't do that. She's a child. And so it just, I I mean, I know she wasn't. And I know teenagers still have sex. And, you know, it's, it is what it is. I'm not prudy there. I've read other books where, you know. Sure. But in this case, there was just something so pure about her yes that's a great way to put it as a the snow child and kind of pretend still in my head like not real yeah and then all of a sudden it did seem to go quickly yes they're physical they are in a physical relationship and she's pregnant yeah they're just it just was a quick flip a little fast for me there yes and i will say like uh faina as a child Mm -hmm. i adored her mm-hmm. like the way that she taught jack and mabel to be parents mm-hmm. she like yeah taught them absolutely right yeah and she created the boundaries and she, she sure did do you know what i mean like yeah. he really did that and and i i loved that she saw the wilderness mm-hmm. for what it was and loved it mm-hmm. and found a way to exist there Right. So I can see what you're saying because all of a sudden now we went from this anomaly of a human in the wilderness child, right? Mm-hmm. To just another hormonal teenager. I, and I was a little worried there that it was going down like romance novel. Oh. There was a minute where I was like, ooh, I don't want any details to let's yeah. not go there. Yeah. Let's bring this back to a fairy tale yes wholesome <laughs> sweet yes and not and i it wasn't it didn't it wasn't racy or raunch. it was yeah. all very I, tastefully I totally written i know what you mean but though. i just it, i it sat weird with me i do bit. agree and and not that you don't they're not gonna a person isn't going to figure those things out whether or not you have a parent to tell you about it right like they're going to figure it out but it did seem like um Maybe a little soon it went for really her level of knowledge yeah. and experience. Yeah. There just wasn't a lot about them becoming friends. And it just seemed yeah. to jump right to... I almost think I would have liked it better had they become childhood friends. Like mm-hmm. even occasional... Seeing each other and yes. playing. Yes. I agree. And then have it grow in the book along with her. Right. And then maybe that wouldn't have seemed so Out of the shocking. blue. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I do, although when we look at like the actual fairy tale of the snow child, uh, she gets too close to the fire and melts. So can we relate her going off with Garrett at that point, that's when her childhood melts. Yeah. Like that was the that was the fire. And then she's a grown woman and becomes pregnant and it was her childhood that melted away. Yeah. That's a I really put some good visual. That to it. And that's that, you know, I don't know. At, there was really nothing wrong with it. It just seemed really quick, really fast. Yeah. Yeah. And he was he respected her. It oh, wasn't yeah, as absolutely. if he didn't genuinely care and love her. Yes. I believe that he did. Yeah. And I think he thought he had found this person that he right. was going to have his Alaskan life with. Met his match, yeah. maybe, is the yeah. better way. Because he was very much 
a man of the mountains Mm -hmm. himself and liked to escape himself out into the wilderness and move out of his family home you know yes. like he was ready well, to go off he didn't and want else. to homestead he, i mean he, yeah. he wanted a homestead but he didn't, he didn't want, want to, to be farm and do that he wanted yeah. to do more of the wild side of alaska the trapping and the hunting and the right. you know and that was different than what his family grew up doing and mm-hmm. what jack and mabel were asking of him to do mm-hmm. so i almost feel like they really had a chance to live their best lives together. Yeah. They were a good match. They were. I have nothing against it. I thought it was very sweet and a great... I just don't know why they were doing it their parents' way. I wish they'd have done it their own way. Yeah. And taken their time. Yes. Yes. It it did. It just jumped really fast. And then the pregnancy and the birth and then her sickness, it all went really quick. Tell me what you thought Okay, so interestingly enough, I have a coworker who also read this book. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about it at work the other day. And she was saying that she wished uh, Faina had not had a child. She felt like, ah, oh, when she got pregnant, she's like, oh my gosh, she's going to lose everything she is. Like when, you know, she's this, you know, woman of the world, just self-sufficient, does all these things. And she's so strong and capable. And now all she's going to do is sit home and take care of a baby. It made her very sad. Sad that that is what her life was then going to be. Yes. And we were, and I was talking about it. I'm like, that is so interesting. I'm like, I didn't hate that she had a child. Mm-mm, I, I didn't loved her becoming a woman and like being pregnant and feeling like the fullness of womanhood. And how, I mean, for Mabel, who never got to, or she did that, but yes. then they had a stillborn. So she experienced yes. that. And I just think that was very sweet. I did too. That she now had Faina to do it with. Yes. And my disappointment came when she was just being a mom at home. I thought, yeah. that's not how Fiona would be a mom. Right. No, she would She's be a different kind of mom. She's going to strap this baby on and take him out with her. Absolutely. She's going to do all the things because she is so capable. With the baby on her back. Yeah. And that baby is going to grow up to be this like amazing person in the wild like who knows how to survive and do all the things i agree that's how i saw that's how i interpreted it as well or is it yeah faina as a mother yeah like just like the baby was an extension of herself because she didn't know typical roles your traditional roles she never had any of that she never had a mother until she had um mabel and even that was like part time was not even yeah she you know it was distant she kept that a boundary there on purpose yeah and so she didn't know that to go to that role right but i also think that's where garrett was like no you're gonna stay home now and do that like it was his traditional for him. role was this it was harder for yeah, him. so it was harder for him but yet he comes from a mom who very hands very hands-on and yeah out there. so that's why i kept like that's where i feel like the story uh missed something that Mm -hmm. could have been great, Mm -hmm. right? Like watching, kind of making, letting go Mm -hmm. of all the roles. Right. And showing us how it could be done. Right. Right? Yes. And setting this, like a a man and a woman who love each other, who support 
who each other. they are. Yes, their individuality, right? their... And then embracing like these parts of life that come, children, mm-hmm. right? Parenting, while In a non-traditional still, way. Yeah, yes. I feel like they missed the boat there. Right. That could have been an amazing different story, I guess. Right, yeah, different story. Because I, I, can I, I can see how she was trying to still hold to this fable where the child disappears. Right. Right. But maybe disappear into the wild with your child. With your child. Yeah. And maybe Garrett disappears too. I don't know. But I just yeah. was, I, that's what I had hoped for, for Faina. Right. And maybe they see glimpses of them throughout the years. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and I'm still going back to she died. Did or, she die? Or whatever. Did she? I just can't she imagine this she very, yeah. Off the land her whole very life. very capable right. woman. Now she's a woman mm-hmm. who clearly had a bond with her child that was never disputed. She right. loved the child. Mm-hmm. Would just leave it. Right. She didn't just leave. Like, I don't know. She loved the fox. Right. What do you think the fox represented in all this? I felt like it was another example of her connection to the to wild. Nature yeah. And wild. Like she didn't just take to take, right? She had such right. a respect and therefore nature. nature respected her, right? right. Would follow okay. her and be with her. And yeah. I don't know. That's a good one, though. I love that idea of the fox. There's lots of things. And then that it. Garrett killing the fox. I didn't and then love feeling that. guilty about it. I appreciated it. he didn't like it. Oh, but I didn't I'm like, like that either. I, I, but she knew he yeah. never admitted to her, but she knew, and she loved him anyway. And yeah, yeah. That shows that says that a lot. Everyone has faults, and we can look past people's faults. We can still love and and learn from that and move on because I think he, I think Garrett did learn from it. Yeah, I think he knew. Yeah, he knew immediately after he killed it and wished he this hadn't. was wrong. Yeah, I wish I hadn't done this. Yeah, it wasn't worth the kill. Right. Nope. But do you kind of think that that the fox was like Faina? He killed by killing. The, it's bringing uh, her. Okay, into the I home see where you're going. Was taking he also away killed her. Her Nate. Yeah. I wish it didn't. I mean, I, I can don't see. I absolutely he, see the symbolism there. The symbolism, not that I think he would have done that uh, maliciously or that it was a negative thing, but ultimately, her it was the end of her being. I don't want to say domesticated. Well, that makes her like Garrett, an animal, but Garrett, she was kind of an animal. The ruiner, right? Right. If we put him in that role, right. it you was he was. You can't trap a woman. <laughs> Lesson, right? Well, and even more so, right? Like when we keep trying to force certain things on women right 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 what you're you're not making it better you maybe are ruining something wonderful right Uh, yeah you gotta let them shine yeah and you're it dimmed her light not purposely i don't again i don't think he was malicious in any of it but that i do think that's what happened she was never meant for a traditional role right that's true and but i wanted her to still like teach us something right there was so much about Faina that I admired. Mm-hmm. Just even though I have no desire to be in the cold, can I just say that? Yeah, right. Like right. I'm None. not stepping a foot out in the cold. I don't want to live in Alaska in the winter nope. for sure. I don't want to live in Alaska. It's cold yeah. all the time. I 
Yeah. I don't. But I when I read about her and listened to her story, I just was like, it sounded so beautiful. Yeah. And she made it hers and she found a way to bring out the best of that difficult situation mm-hmm. and that difficult season. Right. right and right. area of land. Mm-hmm. And it was it was beautiful. Right. Her mom died from at birth as well, it's, giving birth to her. Is I that think what so. it was? That was it implied what I or it, feel if like. I'm remembering that correctly. Yeah. So it kind of came full circle. That's true. To what happened to I did love the little peak at the end when they like the prelude or postlude or mm-hmm. whatever. Epilogue. The epilogue. When they like get a you get a glimpse of Garrett and their son mm-hmm. and Mabel and Jack and at the dog? Yeah. Yeah. That had no name. It never had a name. I thought dog. that was I never even thought about it until they said the dog that yeah. had no name. They ne- she never named it. It wasn't it was a dog. Because it was that's the fox. All it was the, the swan. Yes. It was Yeah. Yeah. And then she couldn't name her baby. Remember? Yeah, that's she, right. She's not even the one who we named him. We don't name things. Maybe. Except she was able to, I wanted her to come up with an a wonderful you know, winter name. Yeah. But she didn't. I want a little backstory on how her family ended up Yeah, that would, be, that would be a good one. What was dad doing? What, Did he have like a heart attack? Said he drank himself. Oh, so maybe he was liver a drunk, disease. So liver disease or I think oftentimes when I'm, I've heard this now, I don't know, that you drink so much you're actually hot, you don't feel the cold. And then he died of hypothermia, oh, was my impression. Okay. Was because he that was so drunk sense. that he passed it out. It also and makes died sense in the snow. that if he was that heavy of a drunk mm-hmm. and she as a child would learn how to survive. Right. She would, especially at a younger age, she would she lean on him a little bit. before he died what to do because she had no mother there to take care of her. And dad was, was checked out. probably taking care of him it, a lot of yes, the time. Yes. So, which we know happens in those to. situations. Yeah. So that does make sense, right? That does give a again, good explanation. But if mom died when she was a baby, he how did he feed her in a homesteading situation? Seriously. How did he? So there has to be magic in there. Because logically, it just doesn't make sense. I'm still going someone on there's magic. Was, yeah, here. someone else, something else was helping that girl along. Mm-hmm. And she was a little snowflake at the end that it's melted because like, she was too hot. I know. I did catch that symbolism. I And I didn't hate it. I love that idea, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I did. Right. I And, and I just wanted her to live mm-hmm. and take care of her baby like an amazing woman in the right. mountains. In the winter. I agree. Yeah. I wanted it. I I agree with you there. I think there was so much to like. Yes. And so ultimately. It was a beautiful I story. I loved the book. I gave yes. it three stars. I gave it four stars. Okay. I really did enjoy it. Um, I loved the growth of Mabel and Jack. I did too. I was so glad. One thing I thought, which, and you know what? It's hard for me to judge because I have children. Mm-hmm. That was not a trial of mine. Right. And so I have a hard time like putting any, putting too much judgment on Jack and Mabel because it it would be devastating if I didn't have my children. I right. would be devastated. Right. And 
there are a lot of people, and I can see that because I have children, lucky me, but there are a lot of people in my children's lives Mm -hmm. that fill spaces for them that I cannot. And it kind of broke my heart that Mabel couldn't see her worth in children's lives even though they didn't they come, come from, from her. her right um and it's not the same mm-hmm. i get right, it right. it isn't the same but garrett became that for them and Very he much. was not theirs i loved the sharing of books with garrett yes i thought that was so fun yes i loved that, that part of the book. wonderful she was a great mother to him in a different way that his mother wasn't. Right. And there was that's no fault of hers. She was a great oh. mom. She took great care. Absolutely. But the actual the love of books that was passed to Garrett. Yeah. From me. There are there are people in our children's lives mm-hmm. that are very, very important mm-hmm. that is not their parents. Right. And if I wish she could have seen that value, because I think um she maybe wouldn't have been quite as sad. Not that you wouldn't yeah. be sad. You're right. going to be sad. I think that is a hard one to ever get over a shake um, yeah. if you wanted children. And and the trauma of a stillborn on top of I never being able to have children, imagine. but then you had one and that trauma would be awful. So, yeah. it's And I'm glad they had Garrett. Like I felt like Garrett was just as much like an important child figure in their lives as Faina was. And they showed him they they were leaving everything to him. Mm-hmm. Which I, you know, I loved they, it. Yeah, that this was it was so beautiful. Like I loved yeah, that those I loved relationships. Their relationship yeah. with him. And I was I think maybe it took Faina and like the idea that they're kind of parenting her uh-huh. to be open to Garrett and bringing him into their lives and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Do you think she'll ever was. come back on a cold winter storm? I'm going to hope for it. She's going to show up. Like it took a while know. for her to get better. I don't know. I'm still holding out that there was something. I just want her to not die. That not was die. awful. <laughs> and maybe that's what it is in me is I'm going to then turn it into a fantasy because I don't want anyone to die. I need her to be alive. I need her to be alive. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just too sad. Too sad for Mabel and Jack, too sad for Garrett, too sad for her baby. That's a long time to be away. It would be hard to have her come back. Right. How and old wonderful. was the baby? What was the baby's name? No, I don't even I remember. I can't remember. They, they him. did name him, but I can't remember. Um, I want to say like four or five. Okay. He was, he was still young. Yeah, that's a long time. But to enough be gone. time to that you would. But maybe it was like El Nino, so it wasn't cold enough for her to come back i don't know i'm maybe i'm pulling she is popping in and saying hello and we just didn't hear that part Mm -hmm. of the story right i don't i'm i'm trying to make i know i really wanted her to be a mountain mama yeah with her baby on her back or on her front teach that baby how to like live Right. And how do I I do love when you hear stories like this where they use all parts of the animal. Like it is yep. you have to kill to survive. Yep. That is part of life, but you appreciate for everything they brought to you and yep. use everything. So I did love I that agree. about she had a respect for nature. It was only the need. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. I thought that was really beautiful and it was interesting the different things 
that they would kill to eat, like when they were talking about the ptarmigan. Ptarmigan, is that how you say it? Yes. That they're like, you can eat those or, you know, just Mabel learning. You have to survive out here. Survival is you take what you can get. Yeah. It's not easy. The description of the moose, how big it was, and to like take it apart and bring it. Like, I've never even thought of. How are you going to get it back? How are you going to get it back? (laughs) That's huge. I agree. I was like, wait, are you, you're leaving part of it? Don't leave it. Like. You need all of it. Yes. Someone else might take it. I was worried about their moose. Right. It was pretty crazy. And they needed cool. it. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of fun. And she found it for him. Yeah. She knew that he, that's what he was doing out there, right? Yeah. Let me help. Let me, yeah. She had a way with the animals and mm-hmm. the, it was the biggest moose that had ever been like the. They had never seen a The moose. Bensons were yes. like, what? That's the biggest moose I've ever seen. And yes. How unlikely that he would have killed a moose his first winter in Alaska. And so late. He was yeah. so late. Yeah. That was kind of fun. It was a lot of meat. I can. <laughs> they had a long winter. Yes. I assume. And then they got sick of moose meat. I would too. I, yeah. I would too. But you didn't die. Nope. Nobody. So well, that's good. Yeah. Somebody died, but they didn't die of starvation. <laughs> oh, oh, I really, I actually really enjoyed the book. I liked the like fable feeling, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of mixed in with a regular fiction. I do think it was fun as much as I'm saying I'm sure that it was magic that she's still alive. <laughs> I think it's fun to debate the two. Yes. And so it didn't, yes. it didn't make me not like the book or be frustrated with it. Uh-huh. I, it gave me a lot to think about. Yeah. And I keep thinking and being like, oh, but maybe this meant, or maybe this meant. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think it's a, a book I'll be thinking about the symbolism and the juxtaposition of characters for a while. Me too. That's good. What did you think? We want to hear about it. Did you think she died? Did you want her to be a mom? What What was it? Yeah. I want to hear about If you it. were to write the ending, how would you have done it different? Yeah. I'm always interested in alternate endings. Yeah. For real. Anyway. Okay. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, subscribe, share with your friends. Thank you to Amphibia Zoo for our music. Now get back to your book. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your book book club. club.